0: With his own nicotine pouches.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, let's
2: go
0: racing here at Knoxville. Only oh, the best!
1: Go three of is It left. is
0: showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls,
2: here at Aldora Speedway, it's showtime! the greatest show
1: on dirt, the world of It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's
0: showtime!
2: Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green
0: flag is waving! Hello
3: again, it is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post, and Aaron Everham here in our Concord, North Carolina studios. Happy Halloween.
4: Yes, you see that?
3: Oh, you see? You got the, oh, you got your, no. oh, yes, absolutely. Well, I
4: am going to a second grade school party after this. Oh, so you are, you oh, my gosh,
3: you are all wound up. I made it.
4: the mummy juice boxes, and I'm bringing really? the Pirate's Booty. Oh, oh the yeah. Pirate's
3: Booty, oh, wow, <laughs> there you go, yeah. I think there was some Pirate's Booty in a... um in a thermos, uh, big thermos up at Millbridge at the after party last night. I think they were calling it pirates' booty yeah. or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, the after party. Oh boy, uh, you're going to that. I'm going to the place your mama warned you about. Really tonight? Yes, four ten sprint cars. The Didn't. the they have a, a prelude to the world finals. Gotcha. Oh yeah. They yeah. tried to do this a couple of times, and you know, they they've listed nine or ten sprint cars are going to be there. Sunshine's going to be there, and Hunter Schoenberg, yeah. There's some good cars going to be there. Some. Hey, if there's sprint cars, it's just me, you know. I mean, and yeah, you can't go hour wrong. To, can't go wrong going to the place show. mama warned you about on Halloween.
4: Yeah, and you get to go by the big peach butt
3: and the big peach butt, exactly. <laughs> so it's all good. Life is good. Life is good. So uh, yes. Okay. So um, how is Halloween around the Evernham Is it uh, family? Is it is it good? as Kate? Kate, I'm sure is just.
4: Oh yeah, she's got like 72 costumes, and uh, we spent the weekend glamping. We have a bunch of property in Wilkesboro, so, so it was about 10 motorhomes and, you know, oh uh, razors and UTVs flying around the field. There was no broken bones this year, though, so well, there, there was go. an improvement so from last we're year. We're finding the improvements. Yeah, we're no.
3: going forward. Yes, exactly. On the topic of Halloweening and trick-or-treating, uh, we had uh, Dominic Selzy on yesterday on our TV show. We recorded it yesterday, and, uh, of course, he has he's the International House of Women. And, um, yes. so he's trying, he was trying to find a Disney character that had a beer and a, a beard and a beer belly. Um, <laughs> and then he thought, well, maybe he'll just go as Danny Smith for, for, yes, exactly. So, cause after Danny threw yep. him under the bus on our show, he, because, you yep. know, yeah, so, um, Dominic, uh, I can't imagine Dominic Selzy. Now that's all about Halloween. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, he is all in, I am sure. Yeah. Um, we used to do a lot of stuff like that now that the girls are gone. Um, the last time our neighborhood, like 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 the neighborhood at one time, it was like you would sit there and cars were pulling up, dropping kids off. And you're like, oh my God, we're going to run out of stuff here. <laughs> um, and then the last time, and this was probably three or four years ago, I had like two kids show up. And... Then, like the last couple of years, it's been on the weekend. So, and uh, so I've been on the road. And so tonight, I'm not going to be around to see what Oh,
4: uh, you're going to be one of them with the lights off?
3: The lights are off. Well, I'm going to the place your mama works. Are you going
4: to put a bucket out?
3: No, no. A- be- well, no, because we got.
4: You're that guy in the neighborhood. Oh Yeah, that guy that kills all the <laughs>
3: cats in the neighborhoods because the cats will get into the oh, candy. Oh, yeah, the exactly. cats
4: won't get into Yes, the candy.
3: they. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> one
0: I'm going to call Steve a Scrooge, even What's though it's why? not Christmas, uh, exactly. a Halloween Scrooge. Well, no, we can't yeah. talk
3: about Christmas, Craig, We can't talk about Christmas. <laughs> no, I'm, it's way I'm too Pretty early. soon, pretty soon. We're close. Yes,
0: exactly. Two, I agree with not putting out the bucket because we did that one year. I was gone for 30, mm. now, two minutes, realistically. The bucket was, I mean, they had stole the bucket. The kids. Yeah, the kids will steal the bucket. Oh. Yeah, it was all gone. Jeez. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay. kids will steal the bucket. Do you the
4: have the ring doorbell? That's what you need. You need to be able to catch the kids. Yeah,
3: well, I'm just going to the police. Well, what are you
0: going to do if you run. get them up? Uh, you know, yeah, it's so like, what are you going to
3: do? do?
4: Jump yeah. out of the bushes Aaron. and scare the bejesus out of Yeah, yeah exactly. Go get them, Aaron. Call Beat them up.
3: Call the police Beat on Halloween up. because kids took candy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Tripper. <him.
3: laughs> I'm calling to file a police report. Kids took candy on this Halloween night. How
0: dare that!
4: Uh, or just don't leave anything for the poor little kids well, in the neighborhood. Don't leave
0: anything for the there's poor little, little kids two in the little,
4: you know, two and three year olds mm, that struggle all right. the way up the walkway, and then there's nothing. Well, well, I'll bet
0: oh, the Everham house. The
3: lights not. It's
4: got that. light.
3: Well, if the kids aren't smart enough to realize that the lights are not on, then they need to exercise up and down the driveway. Wow. So there you go. Exactly. Wow. So yeah. All right. So, so there's That's how. That's how, we, that's, how okay. that's going. We, oh, were you? <laughs> were you part of us when we did the thing at the brick house?
4: Um, yes, but I did not make you did. the yes. shindig, but I do. I have yes. heard stories.
3: We did, yes. Oh, dear God, yes. We used to do a pre-party, and one year it fell on Halloween. Mm. Oh, boy. That was a mess.
4: And Kendra was involved. Kendra
3: was involved. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, we pulled the plug on Tim Schaefer going on the show because he was at 45 degrees in complete Aliquippa. <laughs> he was all Aliquippa. Oh, that's,
4: um, that's when he's at his best.
3: Well, yes, exactly, except for this is... We, we, we are not necessarily a family show, but we don't need to be the opposite side of that either. So um, yeah, We had to do that to a driver one time at Knoxville. We had to do that to Paul McMahon one time. I wasn't going to mention any names. Wasn't mention names. Yeah, yeah, you Paul's go right j- ahead. There's, there's
4: been a few that we should maybe have considered. Considered, yes. Yeah, well, there's, <laughs> been, there's been
3: one of our co-hosts that we should have considered, too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but that's Ashley. And if her, that's uh, not me. No, it's not you. No, it was Ashley with her... Um, vodka Lemmies. Vodka Lemmy's. But you stuff. were supplying the Lemmies, if oh, I remember. Obviously. Well, she might have been. Yeah, she was... Making the and I was balls. in perfect Ashley, shape. Yes, Ashley was throwing the <laughs> snowballs. Um, good times, yes. It
4: was the Iowa Beer Bus' fault. The Iowa beer they had the, had the Lemmys. The
3: Iowa Beer Bus' fault, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's get into our after-racing product, Hot Topics. A uh, couple of races. We're getting down there, though. Uh, the NARC King of the West Series. It was at the dirt track at Kern County Raceway Park in Bakersfield, California. And... Uh, Aaron, Corey Day continues to rack him up. Yeah,
4: surprise, surprise. That's his 15th career NARC win, his ninth NARC win of the season, and ties Tyler Walker's modern-day record from 2009. Uh, tenth overall wins this season in a four ten. plus he has three 360 wins.
3: Yep, podium was Corey Day, Buddy Kofoid, and Chase Johnson. Uh, one more race, uh, the Gary Patterson tribute race. We'll talk a little bit about that later on. But Corey Day is in pretty good shape on the point championship. Over at Bridgeport, this was a wild race. Wild race. Um, Sprint-toberfest at Bridgeport. Uh, it was a flag-to-flag win for Kyle Reinhart, but I am telling you what. He had to work about every set of corners with lap traffic and Justin Peck and everyone else. Uh, Kyle Reinhart got the lead, uh, led flag-to-flag. But um, it puts puts a on around. He's probably not done yet, but he's had a pretty good season with three wins so far this year.
4: He has. I, you know, I was going back looking through stats. I, I forget. I think you had it written down how many podiums he had yes. this year. But it was pretty impressive. Yeah, it top really is.
3: You know, he's got three wins, but he's got thirteen top five yeah. finishes,
4: and they're with high limits all right. stars. They're yeah, yeah
3: they're. And so, so we're gonna talk to Kyle because there's I I I'm I'm curious from where I'm sitting there's a sense of optimism for what things are. If he can continue it on during the off season, I'll be anxious to see where he's at with that. And finally, and Moxley, Alabama, the deep South speedway, the ASCS hurricane area, one youngster by the name of Sammy Swindell picked up the win. And it was his fifth win of the year. Still winning. Still winning. And so we are going to talk to one youngster, Sammy Swindell, a little bit later on. So uh, Kyle Reinhart and Sammy Swindell are our guests, so it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Be good times, that's for sure. So there you have it, our hefter Racing Product Hot Topics. The absolute number one pit utility vehicle in sprint car and midget racing is a custom mule conversion from HRP. It starts with a solid platform, dependable, great-looking Kawasaki mule, and it's customized and built to each customer's specifications.
4: There's options like generator, air compressor, shock and radius rod racks, amazing toolboxes and drawers, LED lighting, walk-on roofs, and more. HRP mule conversions perform, outlast, and maintain their value better than any other utility vehicle hrp mules raising the standard again in pit utility vehicles
3: www.hrpracing.com that's hrpracing.com the sage fruit hotline going to get busy next kyle reinhardt he joins us after these words perfection
2: isn't easily achieved it takes hard work dedication and perseverance Due to their commitment to excellence, Sagefruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sagefruit at your local grocery.
1: The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the east coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. I remember
3: years ago, I used to go to Bridgeport, the big old yeah. five-eighths mile track, and it was impressive. Um but it was huge. Yes. And I remember I watched one three six uh, three fifty eight modified race and I'm like, it's just amazing to me that the parts aren't flying out of these yeah. engines all Running, the time. Running uh, yeah, I ran
4: with the outlaws there and it seemed you ran like, with the outlaws yeah. there, yeah. It honestly felt like the biggest track we ran on. It was Yeah. You, know, you get so spread out and you would do those big you like, tires and yeah. they woof they were well, scary. They, the speeds were pretty incredible. Yeah,
3: they've changed it now and yeah. they've shortened it up, they've banked it up, and it's spectacular Racy. in a total different yep. way. Um, and a guy that really gets around there well uh, picked up the fifteen thousand dollar win on Saturday night. Joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline, Kyle Reinhardt. Joins us. Hello, Kyle. How are you?
5: Hey guys, I'm good. Thanks for uh, thanks for asking me to come on the show. Yeah. Hey, by any chance, did you ever run the Big Bridgeport? I did. I did. And Aaron's uh, Aaron's not wrong. It was the fastest that I think anybody goes in a sprint car ever. It was huge. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It
3: really was. It was not the fat. Well, it was pretty juiced up. That's for sure. But my gosh, you had lap traffic and cars inside and out. Um, the, 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 the stats will say you led the thing flag to flag, but I don't know many guys that have had to work harder for a flag to flag win than you did.
5: (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, the track is, is, is a great track now. I mean, Doug's done a, a lot of work there and, um, you know it makes it really exciting, like you said, even though it was a flag to flag win, it was still edge of your seat the whole time uh there's really I don't really know of anywhere else that you catch lap traffic that quick and that aggressively and um you know there's nothing nothing that the lap cars did wrong. they're running their own race, and we're just we're just catching them so fast and it just it just made things pretty hairy. Kyle it
4: seems like the new configuration I mean obviously a lot smaller and racier but the banking I love the way it looks when you watch a race there it's like progressive the track seemed to say fairly heavy but yet with it being so banked it made it really racy there was it was almost two lanes and thank goodness for that for you being the leader in all that lap traffic but it still seemed pretty fast like pretty wide open
5: yeah that's what we, we talk about that a lot I mean um you know even later in the feature it was it was getting pretty slick and pretty and pretty dirty but um it just doesn't slow down you know like i mean i'm sure the lap times slow down a little bit but it doesn't it doesn't feel like it slows down you're still just absolutely on the hammer and and just like you said just just climbing the banking and just it just makes everything so aggressive
3: I was reading some Jeremy Elliott stuff here as we we're preparing for this interview, and you of course got the win on Saturday night. But you really have had a pretty good handle on this place. I think a fifth place finish, a couple of runner-up finishes. You really seem to have your arms around this place. Has to be good to go to a place like that where you know you're where you know you've got a pretty good baseline, pretty good handle on it.
5: Yeah, there's a there's a couple places that for some reason we just we roll out of the box and and we're just we're just fast right away. And it's it's funny because everybody you know, everybody's like, Oh, you're from New Jersey. You race there a lot, blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like, I, I, you know, it's funny cause I, I haven't raced there any more than anybody else. You know, they just built the place, um, as far as the, the new configuration. And there's only, only three, four, 10 races a year, two or three a year. So it's like, we've only got a couple. And I think, I think that even the playing field a little bit, you know, you come to central Pennsylvania where guys have hundreds of races mm. and, and that, like Bridgeport, there's, nobody has any more races than anybody else. There's only been, I don't, I don't know what the number is, a 15, 410 races over the last couple of years. Um, so, so I think that helps us a bit and then just being in, in, in New Jersey just kind of makes me a lot more confident. And, um, you know, I roll in there and I want to do good for my friends and family and stuff. And, uh, so, so yeah, it's, it's been exciting and, and we've had a a lot of good runs. Honestly, I think we, you know, we had a shot to win the all-star show. I kind of got crossed up and, and um, you know, went from like second or third back to sixth, and got back to second. And um, same, you know, high limit show. We weren't we weren't good enough to win, but we were racing for a podium. And and uh, yeah, it feels really good just to roll out there and, and know we're going to be quick all the time.
4: Yeah, you made a really solid point about how, you know, it, it isn't even playing field. It isn't like some of Williams Grove or Port Royal where some of these guys have a million races on them. Kyle, what was it like to to win such a big race in your home state? You mentioned friends and family there. Just talk about how special it was. I, I saw a Victory Lane photo and it looked like there was 30 people in the photo. So I knew you had a good crowd there for you.
5: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, ever since I started racing like 410s for for Scott McLaren in the, in the 21 car, it's always been like a huge goal of mine to win in New Jersey. Like I said, there's only a couple races a year, so it just it makes it that much harder to to get it done. And uh, you know, we we've won a couple All Star shows, won some four ten shows in Pennsylvania and and that one just obviously that was the, the highest paying race I've ever won, but but even regardless of the money, like it was just it was just the most special win I've ever had because there were so many people there and and you know, I, I've had like I said, I've had wins but None of my family has been there, like, out in Ohio for the All-Star win. You know, it's it's cool. They say congratulations on the phone. But everyone being there in person uh, really just changes the whole dynamic of it.
3: I I am sure that is is really, really neat. When we look at your season, you talk about the wins. You won at Babs in June. You won an All-Star race at Fremont. You have 13 top five finishes. You've been so good across the board. Kind of uh, assess your thoughts on how your season has
5: been. Yeah, I th- um, you know, this season definitely uh, is my best 410 season yeah. to date. Um, we started off, you know, we ended last year a lot stronger than I, than I had been running all season, um, and I was really happy to, to carry that into the start of this year, um, which is, you know, not always the easiest thing to do. There's a lot of off time, and you're changing stuff up, and so just to kind of roll out, we had speed early. Uh, we weren't winning races yet, but we were right there contending, you know, and, and I could just feel myself driving better. I was more confident behind the wheel and my car felt better and, um, kind of just was slowly chipping away at it. And then, uh, you know, got that win at BAPS in June. Um, and, and right about that time, right shortly after that, Chris Shuttlesworth came on board with me as as a crew chief. Because before that, I was just, I was just doing it all myself. And, um, which is, which is totally hard to do and, and not the easiest thing, but, um, Chris came on board and, and, you know, kind of just elevated our, our whole deal. He kind of just took what I was doing and went went the next step and, and um, you know, got me more confident behind the wheel and, and just, I didn't have to worry about what to do to the car during the night and, and your headspace is just totally different when you're just focused on racing. You know, I still feel the motor and stuff like that. But, but when you're just focused on, on the racing aspect and you roll out on the track and you have confidence in your guy that he gives you the best car and it just changes everything.
3: Uh, Yeah, I can imagine. And we hear that across the board when we talk to everybody else. You you spent a couple of years on the All-Star tour and and had some success and as every driver that goes out and does one of the tours whether it's All-Star or World of Outlaws or whatever it is you also get your teeth kicked in and you're you in hotel parking lots and Walmart parking lots wondering what in the wide world of sports you're doing as you look at it now you went to a more open schedule this year um how did that touring and traveling though and that experience help you as you picked in uh, as you picked your way through the 2023 season
5: yeah. I mean, it was definitely huge to go out and do that. Um, I think we were a little bit unprepared to do that, but it was like, you know, you have the opportunity to do it. You can't, you can't say no. Um, and, and like you said, you go out there and you kind of just get beat up, you know, you just get beat up night after night. And, and um, I think b- between, you know, just we, we had good equipment, but it was just, you know, the people and, and, and getting crew and, and, you know for a while it was towards the end it was just me and one other guy and you know you're racing against teams that have four full-time employees and and you know the the fans and the grandstand don't don't see that aspect of it and it changes things it changes things a lot when you're you know working on the car all day in the, in the parking lot when it's 95 degrees and then and then you have to drive the truck to the track and then and then try and focus on racing it, it just changes everything and and i'm glad we did it because it was a it was a great experience but I think coming off the road this year, you know, I lost some of my, my funding and resources with, with our partner that, that allowed us to do the All-Stars, but, um, you know, I kind of just wanted to focus on doing what we could do at, our, at the level that we could do it. And, um, you know, it's worked out. I think this is really the first season that um, over the last four or five years that I, that I don't feel like we're, we're facing an uphill battle every night. You know, we go out. And when we have two good engines now and, um, you know, obviously we have good cars. Um, you know, we don't have the, the the amount of some of the big teams, um, but we have two good cars and, and, you know, we go out and I just, I just, like I said, I don't feel like I'm on an uphill battle every night. And, you know, when you, when you can win, you go out and win and, and, you know, you race your hardest, but there's times that, you know, okay, we have a seventh place car, sixth place car. I have to I have to race like that because I don't have an unlimited checkbook here to keep buying cars and stuff. So, so that just changes the dynamic that, that a lot of people don't see in the grandstand.
4: Kyle, adding on to that, I want to talk a little bit more about confidence and momentum. You know, coming off the road with those guys, having an open schedule, working with Chris Shuttlesworth, not having to make all the adjustments on the car, and then having top fives, top threes. Talk about how your confidence as a driver has changed through this time.
5: Yeah, I mean... I've always known that, you know, we were capable of winning races, but it was like, if it happened, it was, it was a, it was a far shot. And, you know, honestly, even like those last two or three years, we weren't running up front all the time. So when you are up front, you're kind of, you're driving harder because you want to win because you, now you have a shot to win, right? So you're driving harder and you're pushing the envelope further and, and, and you, you make more mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been there's been a handful of times over the last couple of years that, you know, we were up front and probably had a shot to win. And I was just overdriving and, and, and made a mistake, a fatal mistake that crashed us out or I spun out or, or whatever. And, and, you know, when now now you're racing better more often, up front more often, have a better car underneath you. You're more comfortable. It just changes everything. Like, I, I don't feel like I have to overdrive. I just I am so confident on where I want to be on the track you know, the pace I want to set, the pace I want to be behind other cars. And, and, you know, like BAPS a couple of weeks ago was a perfect example. We were running second and, um, you know, I, I had, I had a better car. Like I knew I had a better car and I was just waiting for the right time to make that move instead of, instead of overdriving and just crashing him or myself or whatever. And, um, you know, obviously it didn't work out. We got got crashed from behind and, and didn't win the race, but, um, that's just kind of a, uh, uh, you know, baseline for, for every race we've been in so far. I just, I feel better and, and it changes everything.
3: That is awesome. So good to hear. That is for sure. Um, I think, you know, I don't know if you're coming to World Finals. I know there's one more race at BAPS. Have you looked at next year? Do you have things in place? How confident do you feel you can ride this momentum during the off season? Where, where are you at for, for, for that as you move forward, Kyle?
5: Yeah, so, uh, we're actually not going to race the World of Finals. That was kind of one of the races that yeah. I had penciled in on my schedule. And, and uh, you know, just trying to run the team financially as as best I can. I decided to not go down there, mm-hmm. focus on Bridgeport, focus on BAPS. You know, there's two really high-paying shows within two hours of the of the shop here. So um, we're just going to focus on them and then kind of get into the off season, start getting stuff prepped and, and – Trying kind to of get ready for next year. There's a lot of question marks. Obviously, um, you know, I'm still talking to the 45 car and, and trying to see where things shake out with them and schedules and stuff. And that's that's really the the bottom line is we're all just waiting to see, you know, what happens with the high limit deal and, and the outlaws. And, and you know, that's kind of I think a lot of us think we know what's going to happen, but until it's uh, out on paper, no one really knows. So it's kind of hard to kind of hard to make a plan without that.
3: Yeah, no mm-hmm. doubt about it. Stay tuned on that. A lot of uh, there's a lot more unanswered questions <laughs> than answered questions for sure. Kyle, I always love when we get a chance to catch up, and love that you picked up that win Saturday night at Bridgeport. Congratulations on that, and uh, thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation.
5: Yeah, thank you, thank you guys for having me on the show. Just want to give a shout out to you know everybody that helps me uh, get up and down the road with Capital Renegade, Henry's Record Service, Coors Banquet Beer. And, uh, you know, all my guys, Chris, Chris, my brother David, Lawton, Kent, Mike, uh, Wayne, Quackenbush, uh, you know, all those guys behind the scenes 91 car really make it happen, so t- thank you.
3: You got it. No, I'm glad you got a chance to mention them, that's for sure. It takes a lot of people, that is for sure. That is Kyle Reinhardt joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Stay with us when we come back. Sammy Swindell, he joins us next.
2: Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work. Dedication and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence, Sagefruit Company's been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sagefruit at your local grocery.
1: The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds, Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. There are some things in sprint car racing that are just amazing. And we're getting ready to be
3: joined by one of those things, one of those individuals, uh, Saturday night in Moxley, Alabama, at the Deep South Speedway. It was Sammy Swindell picking up a win, his fifth win of the season. It was in the a s c s one of the regional tours down there, and Sammy joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Hello, Sammy, welcome back to Wing Nation.
6: Oh, thank you, Steve. Nice to be here.
3: Great to catch up with you. You were driving for uh, one of my buddies, Dale Howard, down there. Describe uh, how your race went, how your evening went getting to Victory Lane down there at Deep South. Ah uh, well, it was it was
6: you know. It went pretty good. We uh, ran the car on Friday night, but uh, you know, on the draw deal, I started in the back and moved up a ways, but I still had to start like eleventh. And I did get up to at one point third, but then we had a little bit of an issue with the motor, and I fell back to fourth and finished there. So uh, we kind of tweaked on it a little bit, did a few things, and. it was definitely a lot better. So, uh, came back the next night and had to start fourth and, and, uh, the car started behind and didn't get going. So I, I fell back to about fourth or fifth or whatever it was, and then worked my way back up to second. So that part, uh, started to be six and, uh, we got a great start, uh, passed a couple of cars in the first corner. And, yeah, it didn't seem like it took too long, um, but but we had a bunch of yellows, and there was a bunch of times I passed the guy running <laughs> second quite a few times. I passed the guy leading it a couple times, but then uh, they had a red, and then after that it went the rest of the way, so we just kind of pulled away and had, I don't know, I think maybe about a half a lap lead on the guy that ran second. So it it, it all went pretty good. I mean, the car was really nice. Um. You know, especially there in the last race, it was the best it had been all week. So uh kept making the right decisions and the right changes. Um, and um, you know, all that stuff just makes it a lot easier when, when, when you've got a car that can do all the things you want to do. So uh, all I had to do was just steer it in the right direction.
4: Sammy, how fun is it for you to go to race on your own terms like this, but go to a track? I had never really heard of it, but I watched the whole race video. It seemed like your car was was really good. And obviously you knew where to put it. But how fun is it for you to, to like I said, race on your own terms and get to race with some of these these guys up and coming in different smaller tracks? How how fun is this part uh, of your career?
6: Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's 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 been good. I mean, you got to look at it you know, maybe two ways. It's like, you know, you jump into something that I've run just a couple of times and you try to get the best out of it. You know, and I've done that a few times this year, just go drive for different people. And then you have to learn the cars, learn what they've got and try to get the best out of it. So, um, you know, I've been able to do that several times and get some wins, you know, even though we've had a limited schedule and, uh, that part's great, you know, being able to do that. And then you know, put my years of experience together and, and go out and, and win a few races. I mean, we were close on some other ones that we didn't or, but, uh, uh, you know, working with different people, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's different than if you had the same car you run all year or you run for people for years, you kind of get into a rhythm with everybody and you kind of get things the way you want it. And, um, so this is a little more of a challenge in a certain way but it's more gratifying when you do you know make it work
3: yeah yeah i can see where you're i can see where you're 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 at with that as far as that goes is is what is this what you, i mean it's what you're doing now um would would you like to be racing more or are you pretty content with where you're at with this where where are you at on that on that spectrum sammy i don't know yeah <laughs> that's fair <laughs>
6: I, I don't know, it's, um, you, you know, you you could say, well, it would be nice if I could, you know, have have something where I could run maybe 20 times or something, 25 times a year maybe, and uh, that's really good and be able to go wherever we want to go and compete, you know, for, and be a contender every time for a win, Uh you know, if you put that in play the first year and you're able to do it all with the same team and, and it's definitely capable, uh, you know, I think it would be more fun, but but uh, in, in, in a sense that, you know, maybe we might could come in and, and, and win 10 or 12 of the races, you know. So, uh, you know, but it, it, I don't know. It's just I'm, I'm to that point where I, I don't know when something's going to give out or something's going to. You know not feel as good or don't have a desire or whatever i i, I you know people always that well when are you gonna quit what, what are you gonna do i, say, I don't know it's it's good. when i get to that point i'll yeah. be there
4: yeah you'll know and when I you hope know. it's the right time yeah well it's been fun to follow you sammy on, on social media and friends on facebook you know from the intensity we saw from your career all those years running with the outlaws it's neat to see you enjoying boat life and going to basketball games and enjoying your granddaughter what has that been like for you to to slow down a little bit from the intensity you've always had and, and enjoy some of the other things in life?
6: Uh well, you know, that's, that's that's definitely nice and 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 different uh to be able to do you know some of the things that I've never had time to really do or you know, when you're doing 100 nights a year or more it, it doesn't leave you much time to do anything else, so it's other than travel the country and see some places during the middle of the week. But, uh, you know, it's, it's different, you know, uh, you know, I'm enjoying it. I mean, uh, it's the part that kind of drives me a little crazy is not knowing really what's going on, you know, the next deal or the next week or whatever, you know, so it's like, I'm, you know, I want to be prepared and, and ready. And, and this way, you just kind of wing it, and it's uh, it's different for me. So uh, it's not that I, you know, uh, but I don't want to do you know like a full schedule or something somewhere and do a lot of racing. I just I don't have that desire anymore. But you know what I've been doing has been been fun, and it gives me a lot of time to do all those other things, uh, and. You know, I'm kind of hoping I can do some more, too. So, but I've been doing a little bit with some people, coming and helping them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there again, that's different. But, uh, you, you know, when, when you go out and go down and help someone and, you know, and you just like, are able to see so many things on their car that could be better and change it. And they come back and they're smiling. They're like, I've never felt a car like that. You know, it's like, well, at least I feel like I, you know, uh, could add something to that, that program too. But, uh, you know, it's, I was helping John Robichek down there this weekend and, and, uh, he had moved forward. He said, you know, because he ran his car, he got there a little bit late, and so did I, but, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to go over it, but the next day, we we had a, um, an hour or two, and, and made some big changes, and, you know, he was real happy with that, so, you know, it's just giving back to some of the things that, you know, I've learned to other people, and, and maybe they can have a good time, you know, out there driving these smart cars and stuff, and, you know, but, uh, you know, the biggest part just being able to spend time with my granddaughter, too. And um, we've got another trap, trip planned this year already before the end of the year and, and some stuff for the next year. So I uh, look forward to doing that. And uh, but as far as what I'm doing next year right now, I, I don't have a clue.
3: Work. <laughs> Where is your uh, Where is your favorite fishing spot? Well, I'm I'm curious about this. Let's let's we we talk all the time about sprint cars, and we'll get back to that a little bit. But if you get one place to go fishing and one style of fishing, what does what does Sammy Swindell like to go fishing for the most?
6: Well, I go down to the Griffin Fishing Charters down there in Louisiana, just southeast of New Orleans, and. Um, and you've been going down there and catching a lot of redfish, and this year they've started uh, getting where they can catch gators. So I'm ready to give that a try. Oh my! And uh, we have a good time down there. They've got a lodge and everything to take care of us. So I mean, you go there and just stay there. They feed you and you fish. So it's like you can't beat it. You're
3: you're you're fishing for gators. You're not wrestling gators. You're fishing for gators, right? <laughs>
6: Well, I mean, I haven't done it yet, but they, they just started doing it this year. I haven't wow. had a chance to go down there this year. so. <laughs> but it's like, um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, um, it might have to be a small one for me to wrestle. With.
3: <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, I love it. I, I think it's fascinating. It really is. Sammy, Your your perspective, I'm curious about your perspective. Um, we are in a situation where we 've got a lot of uncertainty in sprint car racing going forward with high limits and world of outlaws. Um, so many people in the sport don 't realize that this is not the first time, and it probably won 't be the last time that someone has tried to do something other than the world of outlaws have you got a sense have you or, or even just the historical perspective of when this was tried before just what's your what's your take on where we're at now with with the uncharted uncertainty that we have going forward or, or aren't you in the middle of it all and don't 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 follow any of it at all where are you at with that
6: well I haven't really kept up with what you know I've, I've seen where uh, they bought the all stars and you know depending on what they try to do there I mean I I haven't seen anything or heard anything about a schedule or yeah. what they're, what they're looking at, or if they've got big sponsors to back the series, you know, just what, but, uh, yeah, I've kind of been through it before and, and, uh, you know, it, 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 it just depends. It, it's, um, uh, whoever gets the big, you know, the racetracks and, 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 or the one that's going to have it at the end, you know. It's got the places where where you can race, and that where you can have big events, um, you know. But I, I don't really know, you know, what they're looking at. So I don't, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what, you know, really what to say. Too much yeah. other than, you know, good luck to them, and and hope it's good for the whole sport and everybody works together. You know, it's 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 been times when it's, uh, you know, they need. Some different types of series, I guess, but uh, you know what I'd, I'd really like to see is if they were all just like it used to be, where you got a sprint car, you could race it, you know, so it'd be competitive. But
3: yeah, yeah,
6: uh, this broke down into so many different different type, you know, like a four ten car, three sixty car, three oh five car, and you know, you really can't almost race one somewhere else. So it, it's that. That's the scene that I see from growing up. You know, if if, if there was a sprint car race, we could go to it. You know, they it, it said, "Come on,
3: yeah, mm-hmm.
6: yeah." You know, and it it opened up a lot of areas, but 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 it's kind of got you know there's different things, and I see that part too. But it's it, you know it's. It's always like one series different from the other, or not as much as the other people look at it that way, or it doesn't have the, you know, it doesn't go all over the country. It just stays in an area. So, uh, you know, there's a place for everybody, but they just need to yeah. make sure they all kind of work together.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it is it is it, it that's a tough and I appreciate that. It is a tough question because we don't have many answers. We have way more questions than we have answers on it. But guys like you that've been around the sport for a little bit, you've been through it before and and I do like uh you sound you sound like a guy named Fred Raymer when we talk about 360s and 358s mm-hmm. and 305s and everything. You used to just have a sprint car and go race it. And I, yeah. I I've had a lot of conversations with Fred about that as well. So, always appreciate it. Really do appreciate
6: your perspective yeah. on that. Yeah, well, you know, you can see it. But, you know, at first I think it kind of – some people that come new into the sport, when well, they see it's, uh, it's on TV and it's a big deal, well, then they go to some local track and it's like, well, this isn't the same thing. <laughs> and it's, I think that's where it gets hurt so a little bit is just with the new people, the people that know what's going on, know where to go or what they want to do, so it's fine. but uh as far as trying to bring new people in you you know there's a a little bit of an education process there as to what the one you see down here is might be a little bit different than the one you see over
3: there yeah yeah that's 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 accurate that really is sammy Congratulations! oh wait a minute you're i forgot all about this now you're you're running riverside this weekend with a special paint scheme what do you got going on at riverside this weekend
6: well, it's uh, just one of my old, older cars. It look it looks s- sort of like one of my older cars.
0: Okay,
3: just just looks like it looks like one of uh, yeah the Channel Lock car actually uh, the the paint scheme on it and everything. They're at Riverside. Well, so.
6: you can you can you can go to my my Facebook page at Sammy Swindell Racing and. You can see it.
3: Yes, absolutely. There are people watching this via video, and Craig had a picture of it. And those listening on the audio, go to Sammy Swindell's Facebook page and see a picture of it. Sammy, it is always a pleasure to chat with you, to catch up with you. Glad you're still winning races. And uh, wish you the best. Maybe you can grab another one there at Riverside on Saturday night.
6: Yeah, yeah. um, I hope so. It's, uh, you know, me me and Eddie Gallagher are going to wrestle for the belt. So, uh, we'll we'll see how it ends up.
3: There you and,
6: go. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to get them to make it a loser leave town match, but I don't know. I didn't get it done, but, <laughs> but maybe it will be. But we'll we'll see. Uh, that's awesome. We'll see. But you know, we're both starting lat on the back rows, so it's. Uh, oh. I watched some of the races over there this year. It's 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 going to be tough, and there's a lot of guys coming in. So. Um. If we make it to the front, we're going to earn it.
3: Wow! So they—they've got you starting the back. That sounds—that sounds—that's that's going to be entertaining. That's for sure. Well, Sammy, yeah,
6: I've never drove with three hundred five either, so I'm—I'm I'm, um oh yeah a little bit behind all these other guys.
3: Well, I have yeah, a hunch in, in, in,
6: in two ways. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind in the starting spot, and behind with your three hundred five savvy. So I have a hunch yeah. you'll figure it out quickly. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Sammy, we, yeah. we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Uh, you're welcome. There we go. He is still winning. That is Sammy Swindell joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment.
2: Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence... Sagefruit Company's been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for sagefruit at your local grocery. Oops.
3: It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit, and we continue on. (laughs) I know. It is that time. It is that time for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar, except for one thing. The guy who does the notes, me. I was
4: like, wow, there's no birthday. There's no birthday. Nobody, nothing. It's empty. It's empty. You get no birthday wishes I'm sure
3: somebody has a birthday this week, so anybody within the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, happy birthday. Now, they are doing uh, some days i'm an idiot okay um yeah i looked at this list just when we come out of the break i'm like are you kidding me
4: who did that
3: who did well i know who did it (laughs) he's a guy perfectly capable of jacking up a whole bunch of things that's what happens when you get all stoked up about going to the place your mama warned you about these things start slipping through the cracks because you're all pumped up yep uh sprint car hall of fame uh they have their 15th sprint car sweepstakes it's a triple x chassis al parker engines car uh it's going to be given away december of next year they do it about a year and a yeah, half
4: yeah yeah so about, almost a two-year cycle Almost yeah. a
3: two-year cycle and uh it's going to be awesome so you can get that race car and that race car will be on display this weekend at the world finals
4: oh yeah and um they'll be selling the raffle ticket, tickets raffle there tickets. always are so yep
3: that. exactly so Uh, So go get it, uh, SprintCarHOF.com. That's www.SprintCarHOF.com. Speaking of this weekend, and it starts tonight, Cherokee Speedway, prelude to the um, World Finals. They've got um, a Mid-Atlantic, Super late model race and four ten sprint cars. They're paying like seventy five hundred to win. And uh, like I said, they they released nine or ten names, and you know Eric Riggins from here in Charlotte, but Sunshine's on the list. Hunter Schoenberg's on the list. Should be good. Should be good.
4: What's the slogan again? You haven't mentioned it. Uh, the tried. place your
3: mama went. Oh, exactly. oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I never mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, you all. forgot that earlier. That. Exactly. Um, <laughs> this race two years ago, Brett Marks in his first Murray Marks Motorsports yeah. ride won the race. I they, that. they debuted the team in this race. Yep. So um, they wanted to shake the bugs out of the car before they uh, before they went over to the World Finals. So we'll see what happens. And then all dirt roads lead to Charlotte. Uh, world of Outlaw NOS Energy drink sprint cars. World of Outlaw Case Construction late models. Super Dirt Car Series big block modifieds at the dirt track. Wednesday night, Aaron. They're doing just qualifying.
4: Yep, for all three divisions. So they qualify for Thursday, Friday night shows. So Wednesday is just all qualifying. All qualifying, and then
3: Thursday um, and Friday are complete shows. And then they will line up Saturday on the basis of the results of the complete shows. Yes. like a point system or something like that. Um, who you think's gonna you think you think Brad's gonna hang on to this thing?
4: I mean, I feel like something big's going to have to happen again, whether it's, you know, I mean, 50 points is a lot for him to gain, especially for gravel to gain with the consistency Brad's shown all year.
3: I don't. All year, with consistency Brad's shown the last, last half decade. Yeah, well. I was just going to say the yeah. last
4: five years. I don't know. I mean, I, I love Brad, but it would, you know, it's always neat to see a little bit of a battle. Yeah,
3: yeah it would be good to see a battle. That's for sure. Um, Brad is going for his fifth championship. Gravel, it would be his first. We mentioned the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. There's a charity auction mm-hmm. on Saturday afternoon, and the proceeds are split between the Sprint Car Hall of Fame, the Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame, and the Dirt Car Northeast Museum up in um, Syracuse or Weedsport, New York. So, going to be fun. That'd
4: that's be always good. fun. Have you gone to that one under the I pavilion? Have yeah, not. It's, I have it's, not. they do a good job. There's a lot of neat things that they usually auction off. I'm sure there is souvenirs and wing panels and you name it.
3: Yeah, that's down at the pavilion, Z-Max yeah. Dragway Pavilion. By Saturday, the weather is supposed to be a little bit warmer. It's uh, cold. It's, it's going to be, be really yeah, to be. They've moved the start times. You need to follow along with uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway, the dirt track, or World of Outlaws because they've just, uh, this morning, moved the start times on everything up yeah. earlier. It's I swear
4: be- every year in Charlotte, it gets cold this week. Like, it just in time for the World Finals. Yeah,
3: because Ashley was down here for the World Short Track it was, Championships. It was 80 degrees.
4: Yeah, it was 85 yesterday. And yeah, today it was it's beautiful. 50, and it's going to be 25 on Thursday. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. So, uh, early starts, pack your parka, <laughs> and make sure you enjoy a good time here in Charlotte. Uh, out on the West Coast, the NARC King of the West series. It is the season finale, the 40th tribute to GP Gary Patterson, uh, at the Stockton Dirt Track. And uh, Corey Day, um, I think Dominic says he should wrap it up Saturday night. Yeah. He has a pretty comfortable lead. So, But I know they're going for that 10th win, which would be a new. The modern era of NARC started in 2000. And so if he were to win his 10th race, that would break the record, record that Tyler Walker had in 2008, 2009, something like that. So uh, we'll see what happens. Corey Day. Good stuff. Good times.
4: Mm-hmm. Good times, All of right.
3: course. So you're off to you're off to school now.
4: Yep, I'm off to the second grade.
3: Second grade Halloween, Halloween. party,
4: and on Thursday in second grade, I'm going in to talk about my racing career. The really? teacher asked me, and I'm like, "Oh boy, I got to remember; it's been so long." Wow. And That's then cool. my daughter said yesterday in the car, "Hey, mom, can you uh, can you just tell me what you're going to say when you get there? Because I kind of know what second graders like to hear, and I'm a little nervous that you're not going to do a good job." She, she, oh, yeah. Yeah. she said, why don't you practice? I said, kid, I haven't even thought about what I'm going to say. I'm going to bring you all a little sprint car and you can be happy and I'll bring a fire suit. I said, I'll even wear my fire suit. And she said, uh-huh, no, that's not a good idea. Yeah, tough crowd.
3: I guess so. Yeah, you are going <laughs> to be with a tough crowd. Wow.
4: Yeah. Who knew second graders could be
3: so intimidating? Well, you know, mom uh, mom's got to represent the family while well here. Kate's so got funny. a reputation. So funny when I ever Kate's...
4: said, "Yeah, wear my fire suit. that will be cool." Like, kids won't, you know, expect that. She's like, "Oh, no." Kate's got a
3: reputation here that you got to protect. Yeah,
4: seriously. I am not the cool mom anymore, apparently.
3: Oh, apparently that day is out the window. <laughs> exactly. Oh well. Don't worry. 2025 20, years you'll get there.
4: Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah,
3: welcome to life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh it is good good times well uh it sounds like a great week are you going to be able to make it out to the dirt track and all i'm going to
4: try to go thursday
3: yeah yeah, yeah i'm going to be able to get out there wednesday for qualifying we leave thursday for um homestead or for homestead for, old school yes sure. old school for phoenix exactly um how about though the the final four yeah. three three of the four are sprint car families royalty with yep. blaney getting in there with uh christopher bell with kyle larson and yeah, William Byron's just. Awesome. Yeah, I'm He's excited.
4: Just... This is like this is a year that any one of them is a good story. Yeah, they I mean, really are. Kyle, yes, he has won one already, yeah. but still, they're all good stories. Ryan
3: was great in Victory Lane. I had Victory Lane up in Martinsville, and I asked about winning the clock because he'd been close a couple times before. And he shared that this was his home track. He grew up, they grew up in the Greensboro area yeah. the Blaneys did. So they were closer to Martinsville than they were to Charlotte. And Ryan always said, this was the closest track to home. This is the most special track for me. And uh, his mom and dad were there.
4: Yeah, and Uncle Dale was there. I saw a picture of was him. Uncle yeah, I that. That was Uncle Dale. There was, was a there. Victory Lane picture of him. Yeah. Uncle Dale
3: in Victory Lane. So it was good to see. I uh, love the Blaney family. They are, uh, they are cool. And young Ryan, R-Y-B, young Ryan Blaney, going to go for that championship. So uh, the beard thing.
4: Yeah, yeah. Threw
3: me off a little bit. The guy, I'm way off the reservation here, but the guy, um, (laughs) the guy who does um, NASCASM, NASCAR chasm, NASCAR, he's, he's hysterical. He's great. And he do these fake, uh, fake text messages that he gets. Yeah. And the one from Ryan Blaney was a fake text message from Roger Penske to Ryan. Roger's not necessarily a fan of facial hair. Yeah. And so, but Ryan has this beard and he says, are you going to shave the beard? And Ryan said, no, not until after Phoenix. And the two, the, this is NASCAR, NASCASM, Chasm said, you look like a Civil War general with sponsorship. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, gosh, it's going to be fun stuff, fun, fun stuff as we wrap up the season. And uh, next week here on the program, Brian Carter is going to join us, at yeah. our, our annual state of the sport session with Brian. And I don't know if there's anything else in the sprint car world to talk about, but we'll get into that with Brian next week. This week on our Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit Television program, Dominic Selzy. For so again, I'm off the reservation. I know we're late here. You got to get to your party, but Ashley and I are talking about this. I said I'm I'm I, I don't even know what's going on with High Limits, World of Outlaws, and I'm already exhausted by it because yeah. it's all speculation. Yeah, I said let's dial up somebody that we could just laugh and tell stories with Dominic Selzy. Done, sold, mission accomplished. We covered everything from trick-or-treating as Danny Smith, to pets, to the International House of Women, to he's involved in a wheel business, to old fat guys in t-shirts. Oh, all right. Yes, we covered it all. Guess so. Dominic Selzy. That is Wednesday night on Rev. Friday afternoon on MAV-TV. You can get Wing Nation gear at ShopWingNation.com. That's www.ShopWingNation.com. She is Erin Everingham. I am Steve. I am Steve It's easy for me to say. We appreciate Kyle Reinhardt and Sammy Swindell joining us. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us this time on Wing Nation.